But think about that. Reach out to somebody today, somebody you haven't talked to in a while, that you maybe have drifted apart because of, you know, who they voted for, what kind of car they drive, do they recycle? You have found the Technology Tour Guide podcast, where Doug Thompson explains complicated <laughs> through stories. Come and take it. If you're a Texan, you know. I don't need to explain anything else about that. But if you look at that here, there's a cannon on there. This is the part of the Gonzalez flag. And it happened when the Spanish were you know, had, had taking over Texas. And the last bastion of fighting, they had a cannon inside the city that the Spanish wanted to come and take. And to sort of, you know, put a finger in their eye, the plucky bunch of people down there said, come and take it. You know, this is not the first iteration of some a phrase or something that's become iconic. You know, and it's sort of a symbol of a resistance movement against the establishment or what have you. Give me liberty or give me death. You know, the founding of the United States comes back from those times, taking arms against the British. No taxation without representation. You know, that was something that we, again, against the British, where we start throw tea away. Ich bin ein Berliner, you know, JFK in the Cold War. Talked about, you know, West Berlin, so... And, you know, and even something more recently, it's, uh, you know, tear down this wall. So these, all these examples here were sort of military, if you will. They, they were sort of at the end result of something that had been brewing for a while. Human nature is we want to be free. We want to have some self-determination. You know, we, this, we long for that. It's, it's in our genes. And Texans especially are that way. We've got more than one of our <laughs> sayings like that. So as I was drinking my coffee again, I got to thinking about that. I said, are we approaching one of those moments now? Now, this is, I'm, this is not a pro or con, left or right narrative here, but it is about, in general, about the conversation that we're not having, we should have. How many conversations and stuff could have happened before coming and taking it, before we got to that part? What could have happened? You know, as we, as I, you know, I've lost friends because... They've had this point of view and I say something else and they, you know, just cancel me. They're gone. Um, we agree on 95. The sad thing is we agree on 95% of the stuff that's there. I have some friends that I talk to all the time that I probably agree with only 70% of what they say. But I learned something from the dialogue there. The person and the dialogue is more important than any single point of view. It doesn't have anything to do with it. Don't, now don't, don't. Don't substitute uh, values, which are non-negotiable to a lot of things, to points of view about activities that are around. You know, as, as we go and, and we and we look about these these things back in history, how many other conversations could have happened, or what could have done to help prevent those things from getting to that come and take it moment? You know, as we go about today, we tend to isolate. It's never been more isolated where, you know, you, you watch CNN or you watch Fox News or, and you don't talk to the other person that does it. But I think there's a bigger picture sort of playing out there in that 
you know, we, we're, we're being, as they say in the media business, you know, uh, blood cells are, you know, and it's, it's uh, something that leads, right? So it comes to the front of the story because we're more interested in these morbid things. Or if you look at TikTok or these other things that, you know, the videos that get the most attention to these things that show the worst part of human nature. What can we do differently? What can we change to sort of let off some steam, come back together as the masses, not necessarily the leaders, the leaders, you know, it's, it's a, they seem to want to keep the battle going, you know, and that's not good for us. That's not good for the people that your neighbor, it's not good for this. We used to have these conversations. I remember having some long bike rides with somebody that was politically opposite of what mine was. And he was one of my better friends. Because we each agreed that the relationship was more important than any single point of view. Sometimes we would agree to disagree, but we always came away with a better understanding of some different things to think about, to reevaluate what our view is. You know, these stories become self-fulfilling. And the more times you tell a story in a vacuum without any input, any correction, then it tends to become the truth. A lie told often enough becomes the truth. So, you know, this is not meant to be an instigate anything other than maybe a little thought and reconsideration of your entrenched point of view of, you know, Doug, you're an idiot. Well, okay, been called that before. I'm just sharing what I think about it and, you know, what I hope that we can start a dialogue and, and, and help improve our stories. You know, I'm a storyteller and I like stories of conquest over odds that are un, un, unimaginable. And I think we're sort of approaching that point if you listen to the rhetoric that goes on. Again, both sides. And the reason of the middle, most of us are in the middle and we just want to get on with life. You know, it's not one way or the other. We just like, you know, the, the, the less people we have bothering in our life and telling us what to do, the more peaceful we get. And I think the more, um, more progress we can make come together. So just a little thought next time you have some coffee or you think about one of the old phrases of you know, tear down this wall or we shall fight on the beaches or, you know, Mel Gibson in uh, <laughs> flipping everybody off. Um, you know, my favorite saying, I think the original Batman, Michael Keaton, well, not the original, but, you know, of the movies, I am Batman. Nobody can argue with Michael Keaton on that. And Jack Nicholson was the Joker. And he's one point he says, this town needs an enema. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of agreeing with that point of view. Maybe we need to flush this stuff, the dialogue. Now, again, nothing drastic, no big red button, nothing blowing up, no violence. But let's start over. Let's, let's flush this attitude. If I don't agree with you, you don't exist. I have to cancel you. Let's flush that attitude. Let's get back to the attitude of... Let's seek first to understand before we seek to under, be understood. I borrow a little Stephen Covey. And let's work on our stories where we work through all of this. All good stories have to have this turbulence in the middle. And we're getting close to the climax. Now, hopefully it's not like a diehard or something where you know really bad things happen. Or an Avengers. Uh, well, I don't think we can reverse that snap moment. But what can we do today? What can you do today to one person to reach out and say, hey, look, I want to, you know, let's talk. We haven't talked in a while. More importantly, hey, I want to listen. 
That's the first thing of a good storyteller is ability to listen. Ability to understand the point of view or where your audience lives so that you can make, tell a more impactful story. That's actually one of the first things I teach in my storytelling classes. You know, how to do that, especially the technical people. Get out of that text planning. Don't do that. <laughs> one thing we want to do is in text planning. But think about that. Reach out to somebody today, somebody you haven't talked to in a while, that you maybe have drifted apart because of, you know, who they voted for, what kind of car they drive, do they recycle, and try to understand, listen to them a little bit, where they're coming from, what their life's like. And then maybe they'll just turn around and listen to you, and you felt heard, and you can find a place of agreement. And you don't have to worry about coming and taking it. That can is pretty damn heavy. Anyway, <laughs> we're all batshit crazy. And we're just trying to figure it out. What's your point of view? Let me know.